بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم السلام uh, عليكم I am trying to test the speed of the connection uh, and if I receive confirmation I can start otherwise maybe I need to reduce the quality I'm sorry for that I'm just waiting Brother Hussein, you hear me and watch me, please let me know. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim La hawla wa la quwwata illa billahi al-aliyya al-azim Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen Wa sallallahu ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina Abil Qasim al-Mustafa Muhammad Wa ala alihi al-tayyibin al-tahirin La siyama baqiyyatillahi fil-aradin Ajalallahu ta'ala farajahu al-sharif Salamun alaykum wa rahmatullah uh, I hope that inshallah you have had a good time and good day and we also pray that uh, for our Christian friends uh, this would be a happy Christmas and happy uh, new year for everyone and we pray that inshallah the people of the world would be able to benefit more from the teachings of Prophet Isa alayhi salam, Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and all the prophets. Uh, because of the change of the time of prayer, Fajr here, so unfortunately we have been uh, starting late. Uh, inshallah the next two weeks I will be in North America so we will share the same timing and inshallah we will be able to start earlier uh, we will start today a new monajat as you remember we finished monajat with Zakirin and now inshallah we will start with <clears throat> the 14th whispered prayer of Imam Zainul Abidin alayhi salam which is Munajatul Mu'tasameen I hope you you've got the slide and I'm trying to double check whether the slide is there
As usual, we start with Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim and we say Allahumma ya malazallaizin Since this munajat is the munajat of those who hold fast they hold fast to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Al-Mu'tasameen I'tasama means to hold fast to something to grasp something we are very much in need of holding fast ourselves to something that is strong is endurable is not defeated under any circumstances something very powerful so that we can also remain intact when we face difficulties problems some of them are so powerful that if we are not connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we may lose our control we may lose even our integrity we may lose our faith our patience so we need to be connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it's like for example a, a small boat out there for example uh, very uh, not floody or for example a stormy day in a stormy or floody day on a for example ocean or sea next to the sea coast for example and because there is flood and a storm so this boat which is parked has to uh, somehow fasten itself to something very powerful something very uh, strong in the port for example uh, to a very big ship or for example to the earth something that keeps it if it is there and disconnected or if it is in the middle of the waves then there is a chance that it may become upside down so we need like that boat to be fastened to be connected to be tied to something very powerful and strong that nothing can move it nothing can change that is the power of Allah that is the mercy of Allah that is the support which comes from Allah that can save us so we say Allahumma ya mala dhalla'idhin O Allah O shelter of the shelter seekers la'id is the one who is looking for a shelter a shelter against 
problems, a shelter against enemies, against shaitan, against other enemies, against our own bad soul, nafsa amare, against doubts, against worries which are not necessary. So we are in need of lots of different types of protection. So we say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you are the shelter of the shelter seekers. Whether they know or they don't know. Sometimes people look for shelter, for shelter and they don't know that Allah is a shelter. They think that money can be a shelter or having friends or gangs or I don't know political party or something like that can protect you. Nothing can protect us completely and perfectly other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَيَا مَعَاذَ الْعَاعِذِينَ A refuge of the refuge seekers. So anyone who is looking for refuge should know that you are the ultimate refuge. As we say in the Quran, قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ or قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ So we look for refuge and that refuge is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَيَا مُنْجِيَ الْحَالِكِينَ O Savior of the perishing, O Deliverer of the perishing, Halik is the one who is perishing, who is being expiring, who has been expiring, who has been destroyed from halak. So Allah saves and delivers those who are perishing. It means that if Allah is not there, they will not survive. They will be destroyed. They will be finished. But Allah saves them and helps them. وَيَا عَاسِمَ الْبَائِسِينَ O preserver or protector Asim comes from the same root as Isma and Ma'asum means the one who is protected the one who is saved, the one who is preserved so Asim means preserver as the Prophet Nuh said to his son La Asim al min Amrullah when he said that I want to take refuge from a mount Sa'avi ila Jabal min al so that it protects me from water from the flood. His father said, La Asim al min Amrullah illa There is no protector when Allah's punishment is coming, when Allah's Affair is coming, Allah's decree is coming. Not, nothing can save you except the Rahmah of Allah. So that Safina to know that sheep of Nu was the mercy of Allah, and that was the only protector. There was no other Asim, there was no other protector. So the same word Asim, we use it here for Allah. O preserver of the people who are 
pitiful the people who are in a miserable condition and the term i'tisam which is the title of this munajat al-mu'tasimun the people who hold fast comes from the same root as asim so asim is the provider of this protection and mu'tasim is the one who asks for protection he holds fast to Allah to be protected. So, O oh, preserver of the pitiful, O oh, merciful toward the miserable, toward the needy and poor people. Masakin is the plural form for miskin. We have two terms which look similar, but they are different. One is masakin, which is the plural for masken, and that is house. So masakin means houses, where you can have rest, sukun. So masken is a house because that is where you have your rest. But meskin is the one who is so poor so much you know empty-handed that has no movement so he has reached sukun it means that he cannot do anything so this is the problem uh, that happens to people who are very very poor or they have no resources no means so therefore they are not able to bring changes so they have reached the uh, uh, condition of sukun in the sense opposite to haraka which is motion so in arabic you know there are very beautiful points in the uh, formation of the words and drawing different derivatives from the same root so is not used in a positive sense this sukun is not the sukun which we have in maskan although they look very similar so maskan is the person is a is a place that a person can have his rest there and it's a positive rest but miskin is a person who has become uh, unable to move so he has a, like a situation of being idle and this is the problem in many societies that unfortunately the people who are poor are not heard and they are not able to do anything. So, this is the root and the etymology of the word, but now it's generally used uh, as a person who is needy. So, miskin or faqir uh, or sa'il. These are used sometimes interchangeably in Arabic. In any case, we say, Waya Rahim al Masakin, O merciful toward the miserable. These are very strong and very powerful words that we use to address Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and by repeating different titles and different attributes and qualities of God we are preparing ourselves 
Allah doesn't need to be prepared. But we are preparing ourselves for a right encounter with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I am telling Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but at the same time, I am preparing myself to reach to the point that it's very, very clear for me that he is the only one to be asked for help and also to be sure that he is the one who would not ignore us and our requests because he has these qualities. He is Maladul Laideen, he is Maadul Aideen, he is Munjil Halakin, he is Asamul Baiseen, Rahimul Masakin, and so on and so forth. So when we mention these qualities, we would be able then to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for our request. So far we haven't made any request, we have been just invocating Allah's names and qualities. But implicitly you are requesting already, although expressly and explicitly we will make our request later, but here even implicitly you are making a request. Because whenever you call someone with a quality, then it can tell him indirectly what you are asking for. So for example, if I say, oh the one who has lots of knowledge, oh the one who knows everything. So it means that I want something related to his knowledge. But if I say, for example, oh the one who is kind, oh the one who forgives, oh the one who accepts repentance, so it means that I am going to ask for his repentance, which is acceptance of my repentance. Or if I say, oh the one who is rich, oh the one who has no need, oh the one who has all the treasures, oh the one who is generous, or the one who has always been giving me, so it means that I am requesting him for some uh, <clears throat> of my needs. So here we are asking Allah for protection. So all these qualities indirectly are clearly showing that what we are looking for and what we are asking for, but later it will be expressly mentioned. Waya mujibal O responder to the people who are distressed. Muthar. This is very famous, you know, what we say. Ya Mujib al is very famous from Amman Yujibul Muthar Ida Da'ah wa Yakshif This is from the Quran and we use it for our du'as very often. Allah is the one who responds, who answers to the people who are suffering, who are desperate, who are distressed, who have no hope other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And He delivers them. He gives them relief from their worries and grief. Ya mujib al or responder to the distressed. Waya kanzal muftaqirin, O treasure of those who are utterly poor, muftaqir, they are faqir, they have nothing, as if their backbone is broken. No, 
the in Arabic are a spinal, you know, uh, um, cord is uh, mentioned and uh, indicated by the same root. In Farsi we say Sutuna Fakarat and in Arabic they use also from the same root. So Muftaqir is the one that because of his need his like his back is broken, something like this. So O oh, the one who is the treasure of the utterly poor people, the people that because of pressure of debts and poverty they have become unable to move. Waya Jabiral Munkasarin Kasr means to break. Munkasar is something which is broken. It can be used for a person or for something. A piece of wood can be broken. Also, a human being can be broken. A human being who has lost his or her integrity, or for example, faith, or hope, or identity, is a broken person, or who has lost his support is a broken person. Who can mend such person? Who is Jaber? Jaber literally is used for a person who remedies a broken bone. This is why in some du'as we say Waya Jabir al al Kathir Oh the mender of a broken bone. So we say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here, O mender of the broken. O hawan of the cut off. Those who are separated and detached and cut off from everything. Who is their hawan? It is Allah. Mustabafin, O helper of the abased. Mustabaf is the one who has been kept weak, has been denied opportunities for progress, for flourishment, has been kept in a very, very low position. Waya Mujiral. <coughs> Excuse me. O grantor of sanctuary to the fearful. Sanctuary is a kind of refuge, a kind of protection, a kind of safety. Sometimes you have a worry which is very big. You need someone to give you sanctuary. O grantor of sanctuary to the fearful. Waya mughithal makrubin. O 
helper either of the troubled makarub is the one who has a trouble facing trouble as a big problem especially normally it comes with grief from uh, something that brings you pain and suffering and muqith comes from qawf means refuge the one who gives you refuge the one who helps you is a ya qiyath al mustaqithin is very similar ya muqith al makrubin o helper aider of the trouble o the one who answers and responds to the call of the trouble wa ya hasna lajin o fortress of the refugees Hesn means fortress. You know the famous hadith of golden chain, Salatul Zahab. Imam Raza salam in Neishabur, when he was asked by thousands of people to narrate a hadith for them, he narrated this hadith from his father and his father from his father, finally from Rasulullah sallam from Jibra'il, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Kalimatullah ilaha illallah. Hisni, Faman Dakala Hisni, Amina Min Ababi. The word of unity of God is my fortress, and whoever enters my fortress will be saved from my punishment. So Hisn means fortress. <coughs> so we say to Allah, Ya Hisn Allah Jin. Now, after mentioning all these qualities and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what he does for the people who seek for protection, for shelter, for refuge, for sanctuary, the people who are absolutely poor, the people who are facing lots of difficulties and troubles, the people who are in a miserable condition, then we say, if I seek not refuge in your might, in your dignity, in your izzah, in whom shall I seek refuge? Who is there for me? I am miskin, I am muftaqir, I am la'id, I am a'id, I am mustab'af, I am kha'if, I am makroob. I have all these problems, all these difficulties, all these troubles surrounding me. So, is there any other way for me than coming to you? Who else can provide me with support and refuge and shelter other than you? Yes, under you, there are people who can help me. But other than you, independent from you, no. No one can help me. If I seek not refuge in your might and dignity and honor, in whom shall I seek refuge? So I am dictating to myself 
that there is no other hope so don't lose this chance you know sometimes you ask someone for help but at the same time you have in your mind other candidates so you say okay I will try this person if he doesn't answer I go to other people but sometimes you know that this is the last one there is no other one it's the only one so you would be more insistent because you don't have any other place to go so I'm saying to myself and also to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that there is no one else where can I go if I seek not shelter in your power in whom shall I seek shelter <clears throat> who has power of his own to help me who has enough power and who cares about me even if he has power the people who have power first of all their power is very limited there are many problems that no one can help you with even if you have a friend who has lots of power suppose he is for example president of a country but there are problems that even a president of a country cannot solve even he himself has lots of problems that he cannot solve even he may have you know issues either with his job or with his family or friends or personally that he cannot solve let alone to solve your problem and even with respect those to those little things that they can help who has given them this power who has given them love for you who has made their hearts soft for you it's only Allah so no one other than Allah has power no one independent from Allah has power no one independent from Allah has love has kindness so a mu'min knows that the only source for power the only source for love mercy protection shelter refuge is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so where else I can go if I seek not shelter in your power in whom shall I seek shelter so now we say very beautiful very eloquent my sins have made me seek asylum in leg hold on the skirts of your pardon imagine Allah's pardon as a skirt or imagine Allah's pardon as a person who has a skirt normally when you want to ask someone for help especially as a child for example if you ask uh, something from your mother or father you know you hold on the, to their dress and also the poor people you know sometimes even they cannot stand up you know they are lying on the ground and if a person that has you know money you know can help you know is passing by they hold on to the dress of that person and say no please please help me 
So we are in a desperate situation. We are needy people, plus we are burdened with the darkness and problems which are caused by our sins. So we have become totally, you know, uh, desperate. What can help us is to hold on the skirts of Allah's forgiveness and pardon. So we say to Allah, sins have made me seek asylum in laying hold on the skirts of your pardon. وَأَحْوَجَتْنِ الْخَطَايَ إِلَى اسْتِفْتَاحِ أَبْوَابِ صَفْحِكَ Oh Allah, my mistakes, خَطَايَ is the plural for خَطِيَة, means mistakes, and can be used for sins, those offenses that we have made. So we say, my offenses have compelled me to beg the opening of the doors of your forgiveness. So I'm in need of your forgiveness. I'm not a person who asks for something which is not crucial for him. Sometimes, you know, you ask for a pen. Okay, if you don't get the pen, you can just forget it. Sometimes you ask someone, you know, please give me your car. I want to go and buy something and come back. Okay, if you don't get the car, you can walk, for example. Or even you can forget it was not something urgent or something very important. But sometimes we ask for something for which there is a great need and it's a matter of life and death, a matter of survival. We are such needy people that we cannot survive without asking Allah to open the doors of his forgiveness for us, the doors of his support for us. Isa'a comes from su. Su means bad. Isa'a means doing something bad. Evil doing. Wrongdoing, bad actions. So, my performance of bad actions has pushed me, has, uh, you know, summoned me to dismount in the courtyard of your mind. So, I have no other place to go. I have come here because I know the there is love here, there is power here, there is knowledge here, there is everything that we need here. وَحَمَلَتْنِ الْمَخَافَةُ مِنْ نِقْمَتِكَ عَلَى التَّمَسُّكِ بِعُرْوَةَ عَطْفِكَ Fear of your vengeance, of your punishment by bringing bad things to me. You know, ni'mah is opposite to ni'mah. Ni'mah means blessing. Ni'mah means something which makes life for me bitter. 
which creates problems and troubles for me. So the fear that I have for receiving punishment from you or receiving you know some negative response from you has put me has pushed me has prompted me to hold fast to the orwa to the handhold of your atf your tenderness so because I am worried because I am fearful then I want to hold on to something that can help me and save me and that is your own tenderness and your own love and kindness for us I think we stop here because we started late but I don't want to stop late uh, you uh, might need to have a rest for next day so if there is any question we can inshallah answer maybe a few questions and then we say goodbye and wish inshallah to meet again next week question one salam alaikum shaykh these are beautiful prayers to recite is recitation enough to get our desire fulfilled or do we have to do something more? thank you yes these are very beautiful prayers from Imam Zainul Abidin and to recite these prayers is very important and is the first step is by reciting and reflecting on these prayers that we can have a proper understanding and attitude but not recitation without implementation no recitation without trying to think in those lines so we recite as the first step and we try to feel what we say we try to use the words of Imam as our own words that we say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so we should mean what we say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that can happen when we understand what we say and when we want to say and mean to say what we say so for sure recitation is very important but it's the first and not the last step So this was the first question and I think uh, we don't have any other question as far as I can see. So uh, inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be your support and your help and protector and refuge. May Allah be the refuge of all people of the world, all human beings, especially the people who have fears worries, troubles and we wish that no person would finish his or her day with despair, with suffering, with pain. We hope that everyone, every servant of God, every creature of God 
every human being would have a peaceful and prosperous and pleasant life and inshallah this is going to happen we hope to be able to witness that and we hope to be um, instruments for materialization of this ideal may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us our children our families our community from all the troubles of this material secular world and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make the new year a year of peace and a year of prosperity a year of kindness and tenderness and brotherhood for all human beings and may inshallah we witness soon the reappearance of Imam Mahdi at Jadallah Sharif followed by Jesus peace be with him working together for establishment of peace and justice. Wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillah rabbil alam.